0: Hello everyone, I'm here with my sister Chika, and she's um, speaking to me from New Delhi where she lives in the ashram in New Delhi. Um, Her home country however is Japan, so she has a very interesting story to tell us. So Chika, why don't you explain to us a little bit about your upbringing before you came to Master, where you were born, what you were doing, how you ended up in India? Okay, that will be a long story.
1: (laughs) But um, I was born and raised in Japan. I did all my schooling uh, in Japan. None of my family or relative have ever been to, like, outside of Japan. I was the only one who wanted to go out, who wanted to study outside or work outside of uh, the country.
0: Do you know why that... Why you had that desire? Do you have any idea why you felt that way?
1: I don't know, but maybe, I don't know. I just wanted, I was fascinated, you know, by looking at new places, different places, like on TV when I was growing up as a child. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know why, but I I think I have a... um,
0: I'm interested to adventures or, uh, uh-huh.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's an understandable thing. So mm-hmm. you were there a child and you wanted to be somewhere else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, not that I didn't like my home mm-hmm. country. I was quite
1: happy. It's a, I mean, our family is very, mm. nothing special, very humble, sincere. Uh-huh. hardworking. I grew up outside of Tokyo. It was, it was not a village anymore when I was growing up, but it used to be a village. Uh-huh. So there were rice paddies, my family, I mean, my parents were from agriculture, but my grandparents were farmers. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, quite peaceful childhood. Very good, very good. So when, and, uh-huh, go yeah. ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Please. I was just gonna ask you, were you a ser- serious student in school? Did you like to study? Did you study mm-hmm. language? Did you learn English when you were young?
1: Yeah, um, I did like to study. I was a good student. Um, I wanted to learn English more than like a regular curriculum. Uh because I wanted to go out and see the old world. So when I, yeah, in high school, I chose a a school where I can study, I could study more English and other foreign language also. I studied Chinese. Um, Yeah, so that also helped me to open up a door to go
0: out. So when uh, you, did you go through university study? Did you finish all the way? Yes, I finished uh, study in Tokyo, but I got to spend a year in the U.S. during that four years of undergraduate. So there's, there's a way that a Japanese student can, like a, an exchange student with one of the colleges? Yes, exactly, exactly. So what college did you come to when you came, Where did you come to in the U.S.? San Diego, UCSD. Really? Did, yeah. you feel, did you feel at home in American culture? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. Yes.
1: Of course, there was the language barrier and some cultural difference, but there is a certain you know, freedom and openness that I really enjoy. I see. That I, that I can feel that, oh, yeah, this is me.
0: <laughs> uh, Mm-hmm. So it was sort of like it allowed parts of you to come out that weren't ap- weren't available to you in Japan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you associate when you were in America mostly with Americans, or did you have a coterie of Japanese friends here?
1: Japanese, Chinese,
0: you know, the Asian background, uh-huh. uh, and also Americans. Oh. I see did you want to settle in the US after being here for a year or was it just part of the adventure to visit? You know um, I wanted at that point but the reality
1: came in like my parents are like what are you doing you come back and work and you know get yourself settled so I I went uh, back I started working in Tokyo that was
0: what kind, yeah. of, what kind of work did you do? What, what, what were you prepared to do at that point?
1: Well, I took whatever I could uh-huh. get. So um, the, my first job was management consulting. Uh-huh. So it was a very, again, it satisfied my curiosity and adventure because you get to see how big companies work uh-huh. behind you know, the scene. You're, you have projects to... Um, you know, improve the supply chain of this manufacturing company.
0: Or, uh, so were you able to live on your own or did you have to still live with your parents when you were working? No,
1: I, I lived on my own. Uh-huh. So it was, in a way, I was enjoying that kind of life. You know, you, you become a professional, uh-huh. you
0: earn, you live on your own. So... Mm-hmm. So, I mean, did you, were you still shy? Were you still sheltered? Did you begin to, um, you know, make lots of friends? Did you have adventures in Tokyo? Or did you sort of follow a pretty straight line what you were doing? (laughs) Um, I mean, I did, I,
1: I did my share, I would say. (laughs) I mean, I didn't go crazy, but, you know, went out for drinks and some, you know, late night. And
0: yeah. Were you happy? Do yeah. you think that you were happy when you were doing that?
1: Um, first few years, I was happy.
0: Uh-huh. And then gradually,
1: I started thinking, what am I doing? You know, this is, it's a very demanding job. And you spend so many hours during the day, you know, doing this work. And all I'm doing is to make a big company more profitable uh huh. And like, what I I wanted to do something more or some something that benefits right. society or people, um, and that desire I, was there with me since childhood. I was I wanted to I wanted to help right. people, um, and yeah, so. After several years, I realized this
0: is not
1: what I want to do.
0: Let me ask a question here. I I have no idea what what the religious or spiritual context of growing up in Japan would be. Did God play any part in your life? Did you have any religious tradition that you were raised in?
1: You know, um, there was no God. Mm -hmm. Um, My family is buddhist but it's more like a cultural mm-hmm. practice that you have an old like we have an altar mm-hmm. um but you yeah you do certain things not out of um, religious belief but just because it's a custom it's a culture to do certain things um, and yeah
0: we, we never
1: spoke about god or religion
0: mm-hmm. it was almost a taboo huh. understand mm-hmm. when so did but in your own heart i mean i grew up jewish and i would describe it pretty much the same we never really talked about god we did certain things and uh, truthfully i never had any i never had any sense of god in my life at all Mm. It wasn't against him, I just never thought about him. Did you, <laughs> did you have any sense of being part of a greater reality when you were a child, or was it just not part of your life?
1: You know, I, I, I had a sense that there is something bigger, uh-huh. and some bigger force
0: uh-huh.
1: working. Is,
0: is, that why but, you want, is that why you wanted to help people? Was that part of that? No, I you know I I think it was more
1: like I I have to be good or I want
2: to
0: be a good person.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, yeah, very. Yeah. good. So now I, we're I, now we're a, a successful Japanese Tokyo professional. Yeah. But we're beginning we're beginning to think maybe there's a better life. So what happened after that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I started thinking like, what can I do uh, Should I just you know scrap everything and start all over and uh but then, um after some mm, 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 uh, some time, I realized so I started thinking what another question I had is one is what what do I want to do, and the other is um I want to be happy mm-hmm. and what makes me happy? What is it? So I started you know thinking about it, and one thing uh, that was important for me was to be with nature mm-hmm. I, when I'm in the nature, I felt that I'm just open and relaxed and I'm happy and so, may, so I started thinking. Okay, let me do something to work with the nature, so that I, if I'm going to work on something and spend lots of time, I'll do you know what I want to do, mm-hmm. I, what makes me happy. And so I changed the career. I I went back to school to study environmental management, and and then. St- worked in the company which had lots of environmental technologies mm-hmm. to offer and all that was very good um, and then I shifted to NGO it's a long story, story but uh, and then
0: the time came that um, that I came to India for so why India was there just a job opportunity or was it India itself you wanted to see? I had no interest in India. <laughs> it was just a job. <laughs> in the beginning,
1: I mean, the moment, but I, you know, the moment I landed and stepped
0: out of the airport, it just felt right. Isn't that interesting? So what kind of a job drew you here? What was the job that you were so, it, it was a project. It was a very... Um
1: so there was an idea of so the company and the n g o that I was involved with, i mean that was working on solar energy so solar panels uh uh-huh. so did I lose?
2: lost your connection briefly. Let's see. See if you come back. Oops. She went away.
0: Okay, so you were saying as as Uh-oh. soon as you stepped, as soon as you Uh-oh. stepped onto the ground in India, mm. you felt at home. Yeah. Why was that? What was it about India that attracted you at that point?
1: At that point, I didn't know.
0: Um, mm.
2: I yeah. That point, I couldn't tell. But uh, yeah. But
1: then I, I came think- to experience other things but uh, so the project that brought me to India was about solar energy uh-huh. and we wanted to um, um, introduce solar power into rural villages where electricity was not available right. so I got to go to remote villages uh that was
2: i think um
1: the turning one of the turning points i guess uh it was so beautiful and that really made me think this is home um and
2: also what was um
1: Surprising was, I mean, there are different people, different kinds of people in everywhere. But even in those um, remote, poor villages, there are people who look very happy, and you know, they they have hope, they have energy in their eyes, and it, which.
0: Many people in Tokyo don't have, for example, no that's exactly the truth, right?
2: yeah and
1: And I mean, of course their life is not easy, right. but there's something that they have that we don't have or it, right. that was really um,
2: a big um, I don't want to say attraction, but I mean it was very. uh,
1: That's why I kept coming back to India. Right.
0: So when in all of this did you meet Master? When did Master? That that doesn't happen nineteen. And how did did that happen? How did it happen that you came to
2: know Master? Yes.
1: so, so after that, I, I mean I shifted to uh-huh. India. I was living in Delhi for several years uh, and I was continuing this uh, solar project feeling satisfied to a certain extent
2: and and yet
1: Mm, again, I wasn't sure. Is this my life? You know, um, am I going to continue this for the rest of my life? <laughs> um, and then there was, in, I.
2: And then there was increasingly
1: the feeling that I am not being myself, oh, meaning. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, it's just n- not only from the professional life, but maybe personal life and everything that like I was feeling. I, I'm just being in a cage. and that cage, I,
2: I created it.
1: Ah, oh, fascinating. Yeah, uh-huh. and and I feel that it's. I mean, a certain point where the. I don't know this is, I I don't think this is right or I don't like it, but I also don't know how to break it. And that's how I started uh, trying to find a way through, try to find um, or try to learn meditation or, um, I mean, I've been reading philosophy, books or religious books even before but but then I wasn't really finding and the, the thing is I think throughout my life till that point I believed if I work hard mm-hmm. I will get there I will get somewhere mm-hmm. you know? and, but I was coming to the the point where those things are not
0: giving me satisfaction. Mm-hmm. It's, so, did, uh, so then did someone, did you see an advertisement for Yogananda's teachings? Did you meet someone? Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so
1: one, of, um, one day I, I met a friend, or uh-huh. uh, well, I happened to go to her yoga class, uh-huh. and she was holding a book, uh-huh. surprise autobiography uh-huh. and she was not even recommending the book to me she was just describing they were just saying I'm going to recommend this book to someone uh-huh. and it, I just registered it in my head that oh maybe I'll check it out also
2: uh-huh.
1: um, and maybe a few days later I just saw an ad of Ananda with Uh master's face That's how but but interesting thing is that because I was struggling uh, till that point um, I mean I was talking one of my good friends told me Indian friends told me that you should get you should find your guru Uh And I, I mean, that the concept of guru is not really familiar to me. So I was thinking, okay. and But, but still, it was a very good friend. So I trusted his advice. And I, I was keeping you know, my wish list in my diary. So I put on top that I want to find a guru. Uh-huh. And a few months later, Autobiography
0: appears. <laughs> Yogi comes to you, yeah, so, yeah. So Chika, you, so when you saw Master, did you realize he was your Guru, or did you have to study for a while before it came to you that it was so?
1: Um, maybe so. First time I came to Ananda, soon after I saw the ad, uh-huh. um, I got an autobiography of Yogi. Uh-huh. I took it home. Uh-huh. Um,
2: And, yeah, I, I
1: it wasn't obvious initially,
2: uh-huh.
1: I wasn't sure, I, I was just reading it because I got the book,
2: right.
1: slowly, slowly, but then maybe a month or two later, uh-huh.
0: I, I just knew That's that it so, here. Eventually you, I mean, because I know you're not working for your NGO anymore, you've, <laughs> you've given your whole, you're living in the ashram and yeah. it's all that you do. So did that happen just like one day? You just realized that this is what you were looking for? How did it come to you? Did it come to you quickly? And I, it came quite quickly that
1: Ananda is my home. Uh huh. Um... I I started coming to Sunday Satsan like uh-huh. right after, and every week, like even before I took meditation course, I, you know, I just couldn't help it, but um, it it was very interesting. Uh, and then in my mind, as I got kriya and. Uh, Getting to know Ananda more. I was thinking, oh, maybe someday it will be great if I could, you know, serve at Ananda. And then My project with the NGO that finished, like, uh-huh. one later or something, and they said there's a gap, you know, the new project is not coming up right away, so you're free. And I thought, okay, maybe I'll come to the ashram and serve. Uh So I started coming like once a week, then became twice a week, three times a week.
2: Uh (laughs) And soon I was here. Uh And Daya said, yeah, why don't you
0: become a full-time? And it just happened. Do you feel now that you've uh, you you said earlier that you didn't feel like you were where you were supposed to be? You felt like you'd created a cage for yourself. Do you feel like you've you've moved out of those that the, the things that were oppressing you? That you're you've now found your way to your real life. How would you describe what is what what does what makes living at Ananda your real life? How would you say that?
2: Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but I think now I know that there's someone or God, Master, that who... loves me and watches over me And who guides me. And So it's not... it's just... they it feel secure and
0: When you think about your future, as a devotee and as part of Ananda, what do you, what does that look like to you? What do you what do you think? If you think about the future at all, how do you how do you see Ananda unfolding? How do you see your life unfolding? I I don't know. I
1: just hope to keep serving, wonderful ways.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I I mean, I'm happy to do
2: anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Yeah.
0: Do you and, feel, uh, yeah. When, when do you feel your childhood hope to help people is being fulfilled in what you're doing now?
2: <laughs> um. I
1: hope. Um. And I, at least, what I know now is that, um, you know, to help. The, the, the way I want to help is not about like fulfilling material needs, um, but to in some way contribute to changing their consciousness or how they see their lives or how they see the, themselves um, because I wasn't satisfied with myself, you know, for a long time, and and yeah, I mean, it was all about like I'll work hard, I'll prove
2: myself, well, I'll, but it
1: really, I mean, maybe I wouldn't say it doesn't matter, but <laughs> it, it's not everything. It's,
0: well Chica, I think that's a beautiful story and I'm, mm. I'm just so pleased that Master found you and rescued you I mean like all the rest of us he, res- he rescued us from um, going in circles and spending another yeah. lifetime that doesn't mean anything exactly yeah. so I, your story is very unusual and I'm very touched by it mm. I certainly understand how m- moving it is for all of us Thank you very much for sharing. It was really, it was just lovely to hear. Thank you so much, dear. God
2: bless you.